Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink Your Beer and Play a Game and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 129. Happy Labor Day to all of you in the good old US of A. And uh, while we're at it, a big thank you and shout out to Pam from Cannot Be Game for coming on last episode. So thank you so much. Always a pleasure to talk to her. Cheers, and if you haven't already, please be sure to go check out the episode, and if you enjoyed that one, you can check out the first time we spoke with her. Love having her on, really fun guest, and uh, yeah, if you're not already, make sure to give her a follow. Yep, follow her channel, follow her Twitch, follow her makeup channel, so keep yourself busy. Alright, Chambers, so we're finally in uh, deep in September, well not deep in September, we're in September now. Yeah, it's not deep, it's early. Unofficial end of summer. We're official. Whatever. But it it's our it's our it's our first it's our first week in September and uh have any beer habits changed for you yet? No, 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 no. Not yet. <laughs> Although one of our favorite breweries decided to be a little bit of a spicy bitch this week. I've been drink by the way, it's Labor Day, I've been drinking all goddamn day. So <laughs> like I've been drinking since like two in the goddamn afternoon. So <laughs> So this what one, are you drinking right now? So, oop, I almost hit this thing over. I'm drinking a big hunkin' can, size of my head, of Asashi, the good old oh Japanese lager right there. Good old Godzilla. Yep. So they had this big hunkin' motherfucker at uh, Acme, and I went, yeah, this is what I'm doing tonight. So, Good old Japanese dry lager for you. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I have a big goddamn dome, and this thing is about the size of my head, so... What, uh, how much, how big is that? Like, what are they? 25.4 ounces. That's, so basically uh, a little over a pint and a half. That's a hefty boy. So, yeah, we will get to that very annoying ass tweet. Um, but no, I actually was more referring to, uh, the preamble to what is the pumpkin season. And it's, it's right up there as one of my favorites, the Oktoberfest season. So the margin style beers, um, I am starting with the Founders Oktoberfest. This ah. is my first Oktoberfest this season. Tiny bit early because you know Oktoberfest technically starts more mid September, but um, it's who might be bold, but it may be if not my first, my second favorite lager style. Interesting, because um, it's like ton of it's ton of malts. Almost has a little bit of a caramel flavor, and it's so goddamn smooth. But they usually range, and this beer is another good example. It's 6% ABV and only 20 IBUs, so no bitterness. Um, it's kind of like the more flavorful cousin of the Vienna Lager, like Sam Adams. So that's a good way to think of it. Ah. Yeah, I actually had a Sam Adams Oktoberfest today, so getting a little bit into the season. Jim, you had one two nights ago when you were over. I handed you one. <laughs> oh, yeah. From my cooler. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Memories. Damn it, Jim. So, yeah, it's a full-on Oktoberfest season. Uh, probably one of the more overshadowed, I think, beer styles out there. No one really talks that much about it, but like I said, very flavorful, very easy going down. Um, but just doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah, weirdly enough. But speaking about beers that get talked about, and of course, certain flavor profiles for the season, we all know the meme about pumpkin spice. So, of course, one of our favorite breweries when Lagunitas just had to, had to poke the bear a little bit. Had to take a bit of a stand. A little standy stand. 
So here's the picture. Um, I I had to tweet it out to Jim because I saw it on Facebook and. The it's that classic meme of the craft beer snobs who hate on anyone who likes pumpkin beers. Um, but it's weird that you see it directly coming from a brewery. And as you see from the picture, they're like 100% pumpkin free and whatever the stupid thing about like still delicious or whatever. It's like you make a whole bunch of alternating IPAs. And I like Lagunitas. I, there are some of their beers I really like. Oh, yeah. But it's like calm your tits and it's like weird it's a weird like you're standing your ground and not gonna you're gonna be that brewery and make sure they don't do pumpkin okay cool you're gonna lose out on business like chick-fil-a on a sunday like cool it doesn't matter good for you <laughs> jim they're so cool <laughs> oh my god the edge oh edge me daddy edge me more like i know i i, I i've said this about everything I don't, even someone who's a huge Halloween fan, I don't like seeing shit for Halloween in August. I don't like seeing pumpkin spice stuff in August. September is like fine, it's fair game. But the overabundance of bitchery and hate for anything pumpkin related is, it's just out of control. Like, and I know you like pumpkin beers. Yeah. Do you like anything else pumpkin spice flavored? Uh, not particularly. Like, I don't care. Like, I never go for pumpkin spice coffee. Um, I can't think of any other drink. Pumpkin cider, maybe? I don't even know if I've ever had that. Does Do you that drink iced coffee? Oh, yeah. Every day. See, see, I like going to Wawa, they, and they have a good pumpkin something. Maybe it's their autumn. I don't even know if it's pumpkin. But they have, a like, iced coffee of that, and I drink Ooh. that. That's really good. All right, I'll try that. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big cold brew and iced coffee fan. Like, yeah. Warm coffee. If I have to drink it, all right, I'll drink it. But if it come, if I can get it cold, I get it cold. Even in like the dead of winter. Just, oh yeah, it yeah. just tastes better. Oh, it's so much. That that's one of my favorite. Like, if I have to go out and do something extra, like that's my treat. I'm going to Wawa and get myself a nice coffee every goddamn time. All right, Brian, do you do it black or do you throw all the bullshit in there? Um, usually black. If I add anything, it'll be now like a little bit of oat milk. That's it. I, I don't usually put anything in there. I'll get it, like, you can get it already flavored with, like, vanilla, but I don't put any sugar. I don't put any sweeteners at all. It's usually going to be black for me. Yeah, I'm a fan of the black, or, too. Or French vanilla. I don't I think do I've like ever... Fr- yeah, maybe I'll give that a go. Just have that natural but still feel good about myself. And really, <laughs> that, ju- that just came out of laziness for me. I was like, man, I'm really fucking sick of mixing all this shit together and cleaning the spoon after. So I'm just going to start drinking it black. <laughs> And a love affair was born. Yeah, like in the mornings, um, well, since I am have been working at home extra much you this past don't year, don't you dare. Um, my go-to is well now, like like most people, you get every. I think feel like everyone I know has a Keurig. Like I feel like very yep. rarely does anyone just brew coffee. But um, yeah, I usually just do a little splash of French vanilla, and that's it. Uh, I just. Milk and sugar in my coffee used to be my go-to, like, way back. And, yeah, it's funny. Having a cup of that now, I'm like, oh, it's too sweet. Or it's, oh, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's funny. I saw uh, Dice over the weekend, and uh, he actually had a little bit about that. He's like, 30 bucks, mystery coffee. You make 16 fucking cups, and you have it all day. Now it's just a one fucking thing at a time. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. Are you, have you ever been a Duncan person? Oh, I do Dunkin' every day. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Um, do you just do drive through or do you go in and pick it up? Drive through. So, where we went to school, 
and where I go to work um, in downtown Philly, it's funny, like, when I used to always go to Dunkin', I would see people be like, extra, extra, extra milk, extra, 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 extra sugar. And literally, it's like this much coffee, and there's just a pound of milk on top. I'm like, why even order coffee at that point? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't get it. Yeah, and I'm not like a coffee purist, but at that point, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why? Why even bother? Oh, Monica, when she makes coffee, she she's the same way. She puts a splash of coffee and then a whole bunch of creamer, then milk, then sugar, and she'll be like, "Oh, I still taste the coffee." And like I said, yeah, I am not a coffee snob by any means. Like, I I'm fine with if you just give me milk and sugar, it's fine. But like to keep adding all that, I don't know. It's you know what? at that point, just do Adderall and save yourself 600 calories. Like for fuck's <laughs> sake. But yeah, the pumpkin stuff. Um, it's out of control. Like, do you ever try the pumpkin flavored foods? Like they did uh, pumpkin, pumpkin M and M's and the Cheerios yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's all fun. just like that's it's all cinnamon and nutmeg. It's not even like real pumpkin flavor. That's well, what it is. Well, that's what I mean. Pumpkin now is just those flavors: cinnamon, nutmeg. It's I don't know. It's overblown. But yeah, Lagunitas, uh, like some other. I'm sure Stone would do some shit like that. They oh, seem yeah. like the type of brewery that would hold their ground too. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I, as I told you the other day, I always save my first pumpkin beer for the first Eagles game. And that's always been my tradition going. So right now I'm going to keep enjoying Oktoberfest until then. There you go. So speaking of enjoying things, what have you been playing lately, Brian? Oh, um, (laughs) still doing a little more Alien 3, dipping into all the different versions. That NES version, man. Whoo, boy. It's, Two weeks in a row you've mentioned that, so that is a treasure, I'm sure. I, it's, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll obviously hit on that. Um, I've been doing a lot of that Hades game. I, I've been streaming it, and it's, um actually, it's probably my first roguelike in, whew, I don't even know how long it's been since I've like committed to playing one. Other Diablo? than just fucking around. Yeah, like, it's been so long. Uh you still haven't played that, right? Not yet. Any interest in playing it after you saw? No, I bit? do really want to play. Like it looks like it looks awesome. The the soundtrack is fucking crazy. Oh yeah. And like yeah, I mean it looks great. Like no, it looks like a fun time. It's definitely a game I'd enjoy. I just got to get around to it. So you know what is funny? Um, as much as I said I don't like things like Demon Souls and and Dark Souls, um, but I love Bloodborne. Like mm-hmm. it's that same exact level of hard, except everything. Nothing feels the same because they keep changing it, and all the NPCs you talk to, they constantly have different. Um, di- I don't even know how much goddamn dialogue they must have recorded, but like they literally will anything you die by, like people will make comments on. Even the main character will be like, "I'm not gonna die by you again." Like twenty tries later, oh, like, wow. like so. There's a lot of weird callbacks, like so that doesn't ever make it feel like oh god i gotta keep doing it and even when like you keep dying and the first mini boss keeps reappearing at some point it's all of a sudden it's basically the same but it's like her sister now so there's just little subtle touches that make that game really fun and don't feel as like oh god we just have to keep going through the same shit over and over because it doesn't ever really feel like that so highly Mm. recommend that for anyone who hasn't played it but that was like game of the year last year or so yeah it was in the running for a lot of the things. So yeah. What about you? What you uh, to? For the most part, doing some more game capture for my horror collection. But besides that, I haven't done dick for gaming this week. 
uh i mean my my band has two gigs or two shows this week coming up so like it's just been practicing that and, i'm practicing yeah um how uh how far did you get in your out before we decided to do the alien did you ever beat alien 3 for genesis no Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I only got I only picked that up like a year ago or so. Oh, okay. And, like, I wasn't I've sure. I played enough where like I can talk about it, but like I haven't beaten it. Like I don't have a desire to beat it. Gotcha. Because like I mean I'm sure as you know it's, it's just fucking it's trial and error until you know exactly what to do on every level and it's annoying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Where to go? What to do? The timer is the thing that kills me in that game. If there wasn't a timer, I might actually even say it's kind of good. Even by the second level, that timer is really fucking tight. So it's like, oh, dude, yeah, yeah. So nice. Um, so Chambers, I gotta ask, what? Uh, oh, god damn it! Sorry, so much for I, that. I just had a complete brain fart. My bad. <laughs> so, uh, what are our Patreon questions for this week? We have questions out the fucking ash. So, because because the late posting last week and just people showing up like crazy this week. So, thank cheers! You, I love it, guys. Some... Thank you so much. Yep. So, uh, patreoncom game where for as little as two measly dollars a month, you can ask a question. We'll answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. I can say that so fast now, I don't even know if it's, like, intelligent or legible <laughs> coming out. I just go, money. Jimmy, like Kathy Romano reading the traffic reports. Yeah, kind of. All right, first up from Phony Montana. What is one AAA game you think is overrated as fuck? This will be easy for me. Personally, I could never get into Zelda games because I thought the graphics were subpar and I wasn't a fan of RPG types. I tried Ocarina of Time back in the day and got lost and didn't know what to do. All right, Jim, I'm going to task you with not saying you're atypical Uncharted. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Now it's hard. Now it's a hard question. Triple um, A that's overrated. I like his. I do like his answer to Legend of Zelda. Well, I, think we've, I don't know if we've covered the whole series, but I think the fan base for that is a little much. It's um, a little too fanatical for its own good. Ooh, Triple A that's overrated. Um... Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. I mean, I I got one. I'll, I'll just fucking. I mean, obviously, I'm not a big RPG guy. I mm-hmm. fucking tried. I just can't get into Final Fantasy. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried. I've played all the big ones, and I've gotten <laughs> bored with all of them. I got bored with six. I got bored with seven. The only one I ever beat was. Uh, the first one, because that has, like, the most minimal story of all of them. And it's just a grind fest that I could do on my old little Verizon phone while I was on the toil breaks at work. So, like, that's pretty much been it. Like, I just, I, maybe just JRPGs aren't for me, but, like, they're so overblown and, like, they, uh, it's just too... Uh, it's the end of the world again. <laughs> Gotta get all the heroes of time together. Blah, 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 blah. It's, like, enough. Like, yeah, great great music, great, great graphics. Blah. Fine. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> Boring. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to... I guess it's a cop-out, but this encompasses a lot. Most... I'll just say every game by Rare. I think at this point, like, no game by Rare has really aged well that isn't tied directly aged. to nostalgia. And it was a company that I think, like, people still talk about, like, with such reverence. And then you try to play the games, and you're like... Huh. 
Yeah, these aren't as fun as I remember. Like you said, except for your memories of it, rare games just they're not they're not that good anymore from an yeah. aging perspective. Yeah, and I mean unpopular, but I'll say the I'll still say the first person shooters have aged way better than the collectathons have. Um like I mean, yeah, obviously I spent way too much time playing Goldeneye and Perfect Dark, so like I can still deal with it. But even then, I still think they're still more fun than like I like I can't imagine ever popping in another Banjo or Conquer. God knows Donkey Kong sixty four. So, <laughs> I mean, and that's not to say I don't think they're fun. There's a big difference there. I just think they're over, like even Goldeneye. Like I was j- like that was one of the five games I had for. If it wasn't a wrestling game, I had Goldeneye, Mario Kart, and like Smash. Like that was it. And Goldeneye was my always go to, but. Even that, like, you go back and play, it's like, oh, it's fun for a couple... And you're like, okay. Hugely important, age like milk. Yeah, so, it's an unpopular opinion, but rare. Yeah, not that unpopular, actually, these days. You'd be surprised. From Game Whisperer Dean, and these first two were uh, holdovers from last week. So, Dean's last week question. Any new hardware you're looking to pick up that is gaming-related? I said, well, <laughs> I look all the time for a PS5 and Xbox One. Um, or Xbox One, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, literally every time I get those, like, alerts and Walmart or wherever gets them, it's a minute later and they're all white. Whether mm-hmm. it's bots or just people, I don't know. But I still have had zero luck. I also, admittedly, I'm not, like, on top of it day in, day out. It's like, oh, I see there's a sale for it. Oh, it's gone. Um, but outside of those two, I said, I, depending on what happens with the steam deck, I'd be interested in. Yeah. It'd be interesting. I, I, I would like to get just like, I want to get a Saturn and I want to get a mode, but I want to get a Saturn for cheap because I don't want to collect for a Saturn. I just want to get that multi optical disc emulator (laughs) thing. You just plop in there and I just throw a shitload of ROMs on it so I can find play Saturn games. Like... I don't need to collect for another console, but, like, if I would go anything hardware-wise, it would be that. But, of course, like everything else, the prices are just astronomical these days, so I'm in no hurry. Jim, I know you like disappointing me, but can you promise me one thing? Go on. You're not going to be one of these a-holes who just buys the OLED switches? Oh, no, I have no interest in the OLED switch. Okay. I I just don't want to see you waste money on that. No, I've no, I've no reason to get that. It doesn't improve anything over the original. Like, who fucking give a shit? Jim, there's a whole library of games that you have no reason to get, but you get all the time. <laughs> Listen, Bri, I have my reasons. Don't you dare! Don't you? I dare. have my reasons. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Got a fap to something. Ah, uh-huh. damn it! So for this week's questions, first up from Michael Soto. With Jim being a big Genesis fan, I'm curious to know what his opinions are on the game flashback. Did you play it? Did you like it? And did you ever get a chance to play the 2013 remake? Never played Flashback, only because I know that it's basically like just like the original Prince of Persia, and I did not have the patience at all for the original Prince of Persia. So I think I'd probably have the same problem with that, or like that's another reason I never tried Blackthorn. I don't think like the more cinematic plat- puzzle platformers are for me. But, I mean, I probably should give it a shot. Like, I got it as part of a bundle, like, years ago for Dirt Cheap. So, I have it. Maybe one day I'll get around to it if I... Whenever I do, like, my full Genesis collection video. Fuck me, though. I'm dreading that. (laughs) But, yeah. um, Never got around to that and never played the remake. But I know people love it, especially the Europeans. So, 
but yeah, I mean, I I do remember when I beat uh, what do you call it, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time, and like the big unlock in that was to get the original Prince of Persia. I was like, <laughs> oh cool, I got this original Prince of Persia, and I started playing. I was like, what the fuck is this? So, <laughs> um, yeah, I've never played of or heard of Flashback. When you say it's like Prince of Persia, is it still like? same time period or just same mechanics no same mechanics no it's okay. like set in the future it's like kind of cyberpunky okay future punk. it's like kind of thing it's like blade runner-ish i'd say so for as far as the setting goes so it's like shadow run kind of like if you like mix like shadow run prince of persia and uh snatcher and all those universes together and shit like that so hmm. no i mean it definitely looks like a cool game it's just i don't have the patience for those so. <laughs> next up from game whisperer dean do you think we can have a DBPG listener collection for young Milo to cheer him up and get him a game? Maybe yeah, you know what that. So um, Milo is the son of a buddy of ours, uh, Longy Long. He's one of the guys working with our buddy Rue for making that gelatinous game, and he came down with COVID. He's like, I saw the post. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we'll 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 talk after the show and try to think of something together. Get him a little game, a little oh hell little yeah. cheer me up. Hell so. yeah, yeah. I hope he's uh, I feel like I saw he's he is better now. So. Glad to see he's doing better. He's doing better, but hey, you know what? Little man just went through a little bit of a shitty time, so we can give him a pick-me-up. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something for that. Next up, from G to the Next Level. Who is your favorite animal helper in a video game? Like Dog Meat and Fallout or Russian Mega Man? Ooh. 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 That is a damn good question. Man, I'm always a sucker for dogs in video games. I mean, dog meat's already a really good answer. Well, that's what I said. I said shit. Like, I want to say dog meat, but I feel like that was the best. And Grant, like he said, um, for Mega Man, I oh shit, dog meat was like the first time I felt like you had a legit cool dog as a or what? What the hell was a dog's name from? Uh, which Call of Duty was it? Was it Ghost? Call of Duty Ghost. Ghost was, was the first one with the dog helper. The dog, the yeah, because then. You know, obviously you had the whole pack of dogs, but you could even call that in as a as a special um, kill streak. Yeah. But yeah, dog meat, man. Shit, that is such a good answer. I'm tr I'm really trying to think. I, I don't want to just give that. I'm trying to think of another one. I'll give you a little time. Actually, even it's funny because I just shit on the series, but from Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, I always thought Red Thirteen was so goddamn cool. Like that big, like almost not Cerberus, but like it was a big red dog monster kind of thing that was like part of your party and shit like that. So. He was always a really cool character from whenever I would watch my buddy sit down and play it. And God knows I had to do that a lot because that's all he did for months on end. So, <laughs> But now Red 13 was a cool character. Um, I Dogmeat is my gut answer, but if I was going to pick a different one, um, oh, what the hell is the name of the hawk or bird you can use in Borderlands? Oh, you know what? I didn't play enough Borderlands, so I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, so it's like you're the sniper Mordecai. Uh, is Mordecai... Fuck, man. It's been so long since I played that game. Hold on. I'm the wrestler? Damn it. Christian Undertaker? So Mordecai, it's not really... It's like almost a vulture hawk. That was a cool thing. That was a concept I always kind of thought, like... Not enough video games utilize, like, using, like, a bird of prey... As something you like you send out it attacks and fucks like uh actually um it's obviously used a lot in assassin's creed like with the eagle or the all the different birds they use in that yeah. but um 
yeah, dog meat or that. I, I love the idea of that, and I feel like that's very underutilized. Yeah, I know there's other ones from other games, and I just can't think of it right now, so it's kind of killing me, but yeah, no, it's always a cool mechanic when they pull it off right. Chim, I'm surprised you didn't say Rue from Street or H3. I do enjoy Rue. <laughs> Rue is always my, like, first continue use. It would be, like, always by, like, stage five or six, and I'd, like, it was almost like a waste, but, like, I just liked being him, and I just was set in my ways. So Rue would always be my first uh, continue usage. You would say that. I like my Rue. Jim, who wins in a fight? Rue or the... Fuck, what's the kangaroo's name from Tekken? Oh, I mean, I'll just say Alex the Raptor, because he was just a pout swap, but, uh... Uh, uh, Rue, because Rue will dodge that one punch they have. That's all I have. Just one big wind-up punch. You can dodge how, it like you would do against me. How dare you? <laughs> but then, eventually, Rue's going to get hit with it, and you know what's going to happen. No, he won't. He's too smart. He, he's not smart at all. He's in Street Race 3. <laughs> he's a victim of circumstance, sir. How have you know? Listen, if, if I can quote The Departed, he either... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> right, get us canceled. Jim. <laughs> All right. Uh, from from our buddy No Good Goody. Is there a song from a video game that makes sense playing in the bedroom, or does Giles' theme <laughs> not actually go with everything? <laughs> That's a... Uh... Ah, I should try using Giles' theme next time. Hey, baby, let's spice this up. Ding, 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 ding. Jim, you're done after that first little dint dint. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> um, Brian, I'll have you know that I'm done by the time I hit play on the MP3 player. Oh, a video game theme for the bedroom. Jim, would yours be <laughs> when you die in Super Mario Brothers? Dun 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say that for the end. Um, hmm. I just throw her off me real quick. No, no, no. Stop touching. Don't, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't, 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 stop. Ooh. It would be fun. Uh, you know what? You know what? I would say, actually, going back to your good old Streets of Rage 3, that character select music might not be Oh, there. Jesus Christ, Jim. Thump, thumping away to that beat? That's a good beat right there. God. Burn, boom, boom. Burner, burner, That's when you go to Brown Town. That's when you have to do that. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jim. Um... Shit, that's a good question. Yeah, if you just go with funny answers, then yeah, go with any hard rock, <laughs> whatever. Go with any Streets of Rage 2 theme. I feel like all of them. Go with Dreamer or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? No. Yeah, yeah. after you're done, you do uh, the good ending from Streets of Rage 2. Do-do-do. You're like, don't worry, I'll get the towel. <laughs> you just stay there. Don't worry. I'll be back before you're sticky. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Next up from Gamer Astral. Fuck. <laughs> what? You know what? what? Don't say what. <laughs> what? <laughs> Favorite vacation spot and why? Are, are we counting just like what we keep recurring going to or like where we've ever been? That seems pretty open, so do a little both, I guess. Oh, shit. Do you have an answer right off the top of your head? I mean, obviously, the reoccurring I've mentioned before about like going down to Strathmere with my brother and his family every year and going through a couple cases of beer through the course of the week and just, you know, all the good family time. And, you know, my nieces play extremely well with my daughter and all that shit. So it's always a good time. But as far as, like, destinations go, 
I'm not I'm not much of a traveler. Like <laughs> like Jamaica was kinda cool, but like, I was like if I don't ever go back to Jamaica, I won't be sad about it. Um <laughs> Where'd you go on your honeymoon again? Was it Jamaica? Jamaica? Okay. Yeah. You know what? I I don't know. I really liked Vancouver when I was up there for a week for work. So like, I would actually probably go back to Vancouver and like enjoy like the downtown city a little bit more. Cause I only got to do it really like maybe one, maybe two nights. But like, goddamn, is that just like a clean town? Oh yeah. No, and there's like and there's a shitload of stuff to do, especially with like it's basically dual cities separated by a giant lake. So Vancouver no, is nice. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'll go to Vancouver. Hmm. So, in the states. If, if you want to just chill, uh, Bar Harbor, Maine is really cool. Really chill. Good bars. Lots of, like, if you want to go hiking up mountains and shit or just chill on the, like, lake. Very, very scenic. Um, dude, Miami has amazing food. Way too... Shit's way too expensive. Yeah. But it's... But, like, the food... And the beaches... Dude, from all the random Caribbean places I've been, Miami still has one of the best beaches. Like, the water is so goddamn clean. Mm. Um, but overseas, for sure, uh, Ireland, going to Dublin. Like, you talk about clean, everyone's super nice, and food, which I thought was just going to be meh, ended up being really, really good. And just a very, like, that's a place where you walk around, and you're like, oh, you can just walk around and be whatever. Um, but Florence, yeah, but Florence, Italy too, has probably the best food we've ever had. And it's both a uh, old timey, like Rome is both has a ton of great shit to look at, like from historic, but it's also really dirty, super touristy and like has a lot of faults and a lot of the food can be like, it's not that good. Whereas Florence is like Florence, I feel like is like the Philly of Italy where it's underrated for how quality food it is. And it's actually a cool, cool city with a lot of history. So, yeah, I threw out a bunch of answers. I don't have one simple one. Um, so, Wildwood. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, I don't know. <laughs> All those Wildwood days. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Tennessee was pretty cool, though. Tennessee was cool. Tennessee was, like, like uh, downtown Nashville was, like, really cool. It was awesome, yeah. Because, like, the first five blocks are just, like, fucking country bars and shit like that. And then, like, the Nashville Predators Stadium was, like, at, like, 6th Street, like, just yeah. in the middle of town. And then, well, we didn't really go anywhere after that, but those five blocks were pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. We were really drunk, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of breweries, though. A lot of little country whores and a little tablets. <laughs> what? They got doctorates. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do. <laughs> Next up, once again, from Phony Montana. Uh, what's more likely 50 years from now, heroin and cocaine being legalized or a federal ban on the sale of tobacco products? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, tobacco would make more sense, but it will never go away because I think way too much money in it. So I guess I got to go with everything being legalized, but just taxed out the arse. Yep. No, I was going to go with uh, everything being legal. Yeah. Eventually, eventually they'll catch up and like dump the stupid fucking war on drugs and just be like, just let them have it and tax them. Like, <laughs> people, like what are you gonna do? I don't, I don't need my government to tell me to not get addicted to something. Fuck you. Exactly <laughs> what I want. I'll pay my goddamn taxes like a good American. Jim's in, ruin, Jim's in a full room of addiction. I pay my taxes to ruin my life with booze. I can do it with goddamn fucking smack. All right. But you can't even do it with American booze. Goddamn commie. <laughs> 
Look, Brad, just because I have a Vladimir Putin flag coming in that I can replace over this uh, Keystone Light one oh, doesn't mean anything. Russian music. <laughs> Russian music. Actually, I gotta... Well, you know what? Let me do this question first because I gotta look for Alex's. But from 5th Gen Mook, and this is actually the which is better for this week. Ooh. So, thank you. Uh, you know what? The patrons, if you have witches betters or overrated underrateds, for the love of God, please throw them our way because we're 130 episodes in <laughs> and we're running out of fucking ideas. So please help us out with the recurring <laughs> by 100% and uh, yeah, with that of love and thanking. Damn it, Jim. Jim. Good words. <laughs> yeah, I'm words and all this shit around right now. But from Fifth Gen Mook, which is better, sours or ciders? Hmm. If you hit the extremes, the extreme good sours are going to be way better than the best ciders. But the worst sours are going to be way worse than the worst ciders. Mm. Um, ciders are more for ever like I don't care who you are, unless you absolutely hate apples, like you're going to be you're going to enjoy ciders. And they are there are some really strong ones that are good, but they plateau really fast. Like the best cider is like, oh, okay, that's that's good. But it's still like there. Whereas there's a lot more craziness that you can do, so I'll probably say sours just because there's so much more. But I will say, on average, you'll probably have a better time just trying any random cider than if you try a random sour from somewhere that's, like, not good. It'll turn you off real quick. So, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, I'm a, as I've said before, I'm a huge fan of sours, and I'm a little more forgiving on, like, even in crappy ones, I can just kind of go, eh, it's, you know, it's nothing special. But I don't think I've ever had a sour that I've had it and been really like, oh, my God, what the hell is this? So maybe if I have one like that, it'll change my mind. But, like, every cider to me is just kind of the same. Like, hmm. whether I get, like, you know, the more, like, um, mass-produced ones or ones that are just made in, like, a little mom-and-pop brewery or winery and stuff like that. I have them and I enjoy them. Like, I love me a good sour, but they're all, they're all just kind of the same. Do so, you do the flavored sours or just straight sour? Or I, um, I mean ciders, I'm sorry. I do both. I'll do all of them. Yeah. See, I like when they try doing different flavors with the ciders, and especially the stronger ones. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I've, I have had some sours that are like, why the fuck? Do, like, it's the same as like an IPA that's just too hoppy but no other flavor. And you're like, oh, this is just sour to be sour. Like, this mm -hmm. doesn't even have a good flavor to it. Um, and the problem I have with sours right now is they're kind of hitting that same market that IPAs and all that shit did, where everyone or mother just wants to throw one out there. A lot of them are not that great. So all of a sudden you just get a whole bunch of subpar ones and then you find oh, yeah. a really good one. You're like, Oh, this is awesome. And yeah, so don't worry. I'm sure plenty of milkshake sours are on the way. <laughs> I'm sure they are. And they'll all be disappointing. <laughs> But no, that's a good one. Great, last great up. question. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And thank you for making our jobs easier. And last up from Alex Perez. Another one for Jim's Krusty Corner. <laughs> Jim, right where that green jelly meets the, the Keystone, we do need to get you a Krusty sticker or something. You know what? That's not it. That's a good idea. <laughs> I, you know what? I should have a fun. I, I know I have a Krusty something. I'm, I'm going to dig through my parents' boxes and just grab a Krusty toy and just like hang it like right here that, or something like that. That's what you that. need to do. Yep. Yep. Uh, we know the story of you peeing on your significant other's cell phone, but is there anything else of note that you've damaged or broken while drunk? Obviously, depending on if you have a guest or not, feel free to skip. 
I would still do it with a guest on. This probably would have been better with, with a guest on. But, all right, so besides There's, peeing. I mean, do we talk about when you threw the drum symbol at the wall? Butt-ass naked. <laughs> I mean, all right, all right, that's a good one. I don't that's know. A good I mean, one. You, nope, how many nope, other nope, broken nope, things nope, do you have, Jim? No, 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 no. I mean, it's all going to be equally embarrassing. So, I mean, do we talk about that? Do we talk about the time I kicked in the uh, the vestibule thing? <sighs> no, we'll do the vestibule one because it's it's short and sweet. So we're Jim. all we're all we're all up the mountains one year. These, these are my friends. So we're all up there, and for some reason, people just decide to start throwing donuts at me. Hey, throw donuts at the fat guy. Funny, funny, haha. So of course, I'm drunk at the time, so I decide to mule kick whatever was behind me. So I was like. Standing by like a credenza or some shit like that. It, like it was that. a it was a curio, but it was, it was a curio like a, cabinet. Yeah. yeah, a wooden one, like all wood. Like luckily, not like most curios are full pane pane glasses. This one had like cabinet area underneath, and to say we were we were at a I guess it was an Airbnb before Airbnbs were as popular. So we were. I mean, it was a just house. a it was a rental house. It was a rental yeah. house. Yeah. Um and yeah, Jim. His reaction for, like, it it made zero sense, which is why it's funnier, because, like, a normal person's reaction if something gets thrown at them is turn around and be like, what the fuck? Or, like, maybe go with the person who did it. Jim, straight up, like he said, he, like, mule kicked, like, someone cheese curled his ass, and he just kicks backwards and just caves in the bottom of this poor, maybe hand-carved wooden cabinet and, and and the panel just pops off and we're like oh fuck so luckily we, it was a clean kick it was a clean break i mean that's not really the problem here jim the problem is the problem is you why throw was donuts that at a reaction? fat guy when he's drunk because you don't throw donuts at a fat guy when he's drunk that triggers what childhood else do memories. you do when someone like that is drunk uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and the best part is the best part is jim always tends to leave out in his in his victim stories all the bullshit he's been doing all day long before then. <laughs> what bullshit was I doing? Besides no, shitting my pants off and being food poisoned by goddamn Vermont pizza. Jim, you always pull bullshit. Don't I didn't you pull dare. no bullshit. Don't I was a you, victim and a half that weekend. Don't you dare. I done did nothing. But, uh, yeah, so he kicks that in. The panel pops off. We have to, like, Jimmy rig it back to just, like, sit there. We're like, please, for the love of God. Luckily, there was, it. like, duct tape around and we could, like, reverse tape it and shit. But... The crazy part is that weekend we lost our security deposit because like the guy was pissed off. Whoever and this is hey, this is advice for anyone ever renting out their home: hire a cleaning service because this guy didn't have that in his bill, which we obviously gladly would have paid. Mm-hmm. But um, because there was wet towels and there was <laughs> and this these, is, these and, towels were wet when we got there. But this was also because of Jim. There was a bag of Doritos near the uh, hot tub. No, no, I never went to the hot tub because I hate hot tubs. So I was not there, and I was not involved in that. Um, the weekend you threw the symbol, you dropped the whole thing of bagel bites in a hot tub. Yeah, but you know what? I never <laughs> liked hot tubs anyway. But that weekend, I was not near the hot tub, so fuck you. We lost the deposit because of the Doritos, because of the wet towels that were wet when we got there, and it was disgusting. And because of the cookie pans, the cooking trays we had were burnt with food stuck on them as oh yeah they, they, it, like pans. the cookie pans were like dirty but yeah so we get an email from this guy about all that stuff 
Luckily, no mention of the cabinet. So I can only imagine the Clean day break. he like goes to open so it. Fuck himself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, Jim. Uh, yeah, Jim's reactions to <laughs> when Jim gets drunk, and and it's a it's a guy thing. You fuck with your friends when they're drunk. I still think one of my favorite is in AC when you got slapped when you were drunk. You went to chase Mello around the room and just gave up and fell asleep midway through the chase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I was passed out. Mello came over, smacked me. Like I, 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 passed out. I, I passed out like sitting Indian style, but still like kind of sitting up and just resting like this. Everybody, Mello comes over, and just bitch slaps the fuck out of me. And I go, like, big, fat, drunk, angry guy. I chase him for about four steps, and then I go, oh, fuck it. And I sit right back down in the same position and fall asleep. <laughs> just in the middle of the floor, just stops. <laughs> so, yeah, Jim's reactions when things happen to him drunk, they just, they don't make any sense. <laughs> tired boy's a tired boy. What are you going to do? Uh, but, yeah, well, we can have plenty. So, please, keep asking more more questions. We have. Please don't. We have Plenty. I still want to say that symbol story, so ask next time. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be in the next one. <laughs> Jim, stop giving good stories. <laughs> stop being dicks! I'll call you. You're no victim, Jim. Don't you dare. I'm a goddamn victim. You had one job. <laughs> no, that was a different one. And you know what? We still got stories out of that, too. That was a different bachelor party. One job. <laughs> that was a different bachelor party. Oh. And we still came away with stories, goddammit. But thank you, Alex. That is a great question for Jim's crusty corner. <laughs> sure is. Thank you so much to everyone. But no, seriously, thank you to everyone for the support and for all the questions. You know, you all turned out like crazy this week, so thank you so much. And once again, patreon.com slash drink a beer play game. And also, please, if you're new to the show, head on over to iTunes. Link will be below, or maybe you are listening to this on iTunes. Please hit that, uh, you know, follow us on there on Spotify. Leave a review on iTunes. If you want to leave a five-star review and bash the shit out of us, we will read whatever you say in there. Signing my life away with that, I guess. But, uh, yeah, if you want to leave a five-star review, feel free to bash us, and we'll read it on the show. Yeah. So, thank you once again, guys. Truly appreciate it. All right, Chambers, so how did that uh, Asashi treat you? I'm still going through it, but, yeah, it's good. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. I don't really have a lot to say. It tastes like... Uh, I mean, it is Japanese Budweiser, basically, but like, shit's good. As it's, long it's as got you say, as as long as you say, the big three American are better. Well, I mean, that's a goddamn obvious, Brian. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, it's it's got like more of a like you know a light version of any of those mm -hmm. beers, but you know, it's not lighter on calories. So, yeah, it's not exactly gonna be a go-to going forward, but yeah, I mean, it's good. So, Jim, there are two rules in this podcast. Rule number one is don't be a blub. Rule number two. Too late. Do not mention calories about goddamn beers ever. Right. You son of a bitch. Gotta watch the waist and I gotta de-jiggle find my titties as much as I can. <laughs> and how, how'd you do with that this Labor Day weekend, Jim? Not well. <laughs> so stop talking about calories and a goddamn Asashi. Starting off the goddamn week already, like 2,000 calories over my goddamn <laughs> daily limit. <laughs> killer. Uh, so... Finishing off the Founders Oktoberfest, really good, really smooth. As I go on, um, it was kind of odd. Like 
this gave my mouth more of a like a dried out not bitter but like a dried out sensation which is weird because it has so much malt like flavor to it so kind of odd never had that one before but uh moving on to another Oktoberfest, i'm going with the sierra nevada which you know sierra nevada is well well known in the craft beer industry usually their celebration ipa is one of the most famous uh this one's only 5.5 percent so yeah it's a bit darker than the founders was but I, I i would just suspect very very similar flavor profiles so yep sounds about right yeah i wish i had more of that arrogant bastard that i was drinking earlier that's always a solid ale but yeah yeah when i'm done the uh the asashi i got a good old yingling light so <laughs> you're just keeping all kinds of light tonight jim a little, little bit of a simple bitch well, I, i've been drinking for four fucking days straight <laughs> i'm so jim I'm you so mean tired. your old muscle memory of the of the past isn't caught up to you it's like riding a bike well brian i haven't had the uh you know multiple days of drinking in a row morning shit feeling in a long time and i had that today and i was like oh i remember this oh this is not pleasant <laughs> sometimes you need that uh reminder jim where, where it feels like fire and you haven't eaten anything spicy in three days yeah that's a wonderful <laughs> feeling speaking of that jim have you tried the diablo sauce from taco bell yet oh yeah it's delicious i was gonna say it's not spicy it, it, I mean, nothing. Nothing really. There is that spicy, unless no, you, I know, like but... you know, you drink ten of it in a row out of the packet. <laughs> Another former story. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh my god! You're like yeah, that, it's that, so that, chunky. That, 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 was, that was early on in the friendship. Oh god, it is chunky. You're like, why is it so chunky? <laughs> yep. Oh well, that one I did earn. Was it that better? one I did deserve? Was it better than the spoonful of the Mad Dog? Oh yeah, I mean that was like, oh god. Yeah, I mean that was definitely less painful. It was just gross. The, the spoonful of the man dog was a oof. that was terrible. That 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 took some time off the end of life right there, probably. <laughs> but that was a cleansing of the innards like I've never had before. I will say that. <laughs> for the yeah, for those who don't know, it's a hot sauce. It's one of those ones you get at like the boardwalk at the shore where you have to sign a waiver before buying it. So yeah, before like all the current crazy hot sauces and peppers that was like the go-to 357 mad dog like that was the tip tippy top for a little while um unless you went like black market shit now like there's probably things that are way way hotter that you can get wherever but yeah it, it just gets to a point where you're like why do you ever want or needed that except to do a video and a reaction that's it yeah basically but, <laughs> but jim speaking of reactions Damn, I'm good at that transition. Uh, <laughs> I kind of love this. I, I want to see what you th thought about it. But uh, MK gives Shaggy a little appearance. And they... Uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off. But uh, yeah, what do you call it? Like, this is a meme that... like I'm pretty I'm pretty hip to my memes and my, uh, my internet bullshit. But the whole Shaggy going Ultra Instinct meme was a thing that completely passed me by when it happened. I was going to so, say the same. Like, I, ne I never – I saw this. I was like, that's kind of cool. And then I was like, oh, there was a whole thing behind it? Yeah. So the, uh, the links will be below and, you know, whatever thing of choice you're listening to this on. So apparently the whole Shaggy Ultra Instinct meme is in one of the Scooby-Doo movies. I guess some spirit of some badass fighter guy went into Shaggy. And there's some really random-ass scene where he's, like, perfectly fighting, like, an entire biker bar. And, yeah. like, it was so out of place that everyone just, like, kind of made a meme about it. Apparently. Like, again, I missed the meme. 
So they called it Ultra Instinct Shaggy because, like, Dragon Ball Super, that's, like, the, was the newest form at the time. So basically saying he's going Super Saiyan, that kind of deal. So, yeah, um, a little teaser, a little tickler teaser uh, on the WB logo. Um, and they've done it before with other things. So they've had, like, you know, Scorpion go through and pull out, like, Daffy Duck or some shit like that and pull mm -hmm. him into the logo and crap like that. So the most recent one has been Ultra Instinct Shaggy pulling Scorpion in. So... It's a cute little Easter egg they did got going on there. And I guess it officially makes Ultra Instinct Shaggy canon. And apparently, this is another thing I've missed, people <laughs> were asking for years for Shaggy Ultra Instinct Shaggy to be a DLC character in Mortal Kombat yeah. 11. So for all we know, maybe there's one last patch up their sleeve, which well, would be kind of fucking they goofy did, and awesome. They did completely get, deny that, but they are with... Why anyone's saying, like, oh, with the new movie? I'm like, oh, it's, it, that will never happen. I said, but the next game maybe i mean we've said it before i think bearing uh how i've talked about dead by daylight mortal kombat undoubtedly has the best guest dlc characters of any franchise ever oh yeah like it's not even close for debate and even though like the only thing that kind of drives me nuts i want to see what you feel about it like it started with freddy and nine and then in 10, they got, obviously, all those great characters. And 11, they got a whole bunch of great ones. Like, I, yeah. I wish, though, they could bring some of the best ones from those two into the next one. Like, I wonder yeah. if they just don't want to hold on to license or whatever. Like, having I, I, Spawn... I'm sure it's all licensing. That's all it is. I, I'm sure it is. But, like, dude, like I said, Spawn, he's meant to be in fighting games. When he was in Soul Calibur, that was awesome enough. Being in Mortal Kombat just made so much sense. I'm like, please, just keep bringing him back at least, you know? Like, if you're going to keep throwing the Joker in every goddamn one, you yeah, can throw Spawn. <laughs> but, yeah, no, Shaggy and MK, you know what? Mortal Kombat, they're the franchise to do it. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, you know, luckily, Mortal Kombat is that series that doesn't take itself seriously enough no. that, like, they could throw Ultra Instinct Shaggy in there, and everyone would be like, yeah. Yeah. And or fuck it, I would rather see him in Smash than I would another goddamn fucking sword JRPG guy. Like I don't need another Fire Emblem character. Give me Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Fuck you. Jim, Nintendo doesn't do fan service. When are you gonna learn? I, I mean, <laughs> I mean they do fan service. I mean, no. Here's their fan service. We're just gonna make another good game. I don't care how you want it. We're just making it. But whatever the people want, we're not giving you that. You either gonna like it or you're not. That's it. That's not fan fan services like this. Fan, I, I like really the argument is this. yeah. Fuck you. We're gonna give you another good game. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> meaning, meaning like they will never add something cool to a game because fans want it. They'll just add whatever they want, whether it works out or not is always debatable. But right. yeah, Nintendo's first party games, I'm never gonna shit on because they're fine. But I'm just saying like they don't care about what their fans say. No. Yep. Yeah, very true. <laughs> But, yeah, no, I, I like it. I'm all for it. I don't know what else is WB, but I can't wait to see the next Mortal Kombat game and whatever they're going to throw in there. So Yeah, for sure. I think WB owns the Arkham games. I can't think of whatever other they franchises do. Yeah, they have Yeah, right well, now. you figure they have all the Injustice. So those games, well, yeah, great games, too. So, yeah, I'm totally down for it. I want to see Polka Dot Man. But, Bri, speaking of characters coming to life. Oh, God. So, some uh, images got dropped, Brian. And they you, fucking did. Especially being the uh, the Resident Evil fan here. 
Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City, the exclusive first look photos. So this is, the article we have linked is from IGN, it's been around everywhere. So, yep, they dropped the looks of the characters. Dude. Right, I, I thought, I thought Leon was a ginger, Brian. I guess there's not enough gingers out there for well, certain roles. So, can't, so, can't, can't dye some hair? Can't do a so little, can't do I'm a little gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this on the screen. So let, let's, let's run this through real quick. So first, you got Leon. Yeah, why he has black hair, a dirty stash, and... He, I don't even care that the actor himself doesn't look like him. You can you can do hair and face right. Like I put everything else aside. They could have, have at least given him the bowl cut. Yeah, give him the bowl cut. Give him the Leo cut at least. Give him something like that. It has to be more dirty, blonde, brown, and no facial hair. Because especially if this is supposed to be a first one, he's like a fresh rookie. This guy looks like that atypical, stupid stereotype cop character. It's like, I've been on the force too long, and I don't care. But, like, no. You you need to look like a fresh-faced rookie. That's the fucking point of Leon. Um, Claire, what... It, she looks fine. No, she looks like... Claire is a supposed to be, like, an 18-year-old hair in that stupid ponytail, like, biker, like, college student. This chick looks like someone who's been working at Starbucks, and she's 35. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what are you doing with your life? And her hair is all, like, I'm not, you know me. I am, at the end of the day, I just wanted to be good actors. But, yeah, come on, man. They're like, well, we gave her the red jacket. Like, come on. It, there's no effort there. I can't really see, like, Jill does not look like Jill. I don't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, Jill does not look like Jill at all. Chris That's looks, like Rebecca Chris looks fine. best. Chris looks fine, but even him, he doesn't look like Chris to me at all, except just a short haircut. But I'm fine with that. At least it's like in the realm. I don't know who the other dude is in the picture. I, I think that's supposed to be Wesker. If it is, that would piss me off too. And then Lisa Trevor, I love that she's in here. I really hope that's not her final look. I mean, they at least have time to refine the graphics, I'm sure. So, so And the CG. It looks a little goofy. Lisa Trevor, though... I really love, I've, I've said she's one of the best inclusions in a remade game. Like, that made it so much creepier. I went, I, I slow played it when I tweeted it. Because I was like, I don't want to be like everyone else just completely bitching. But it does bu bug the shit out of me. Like, I've been waiting for a remake of the movie for a while. It's my favorite thing. And now it's like, it's like if they did, like, Streets of Rage. And Max was like, you know, Danny DeVito. Like, it just wouldn't be the same. You know? I, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, weird that they're fucking giving, like, an actual character to that Richard guy. Richard. Wasn't he the... Richard Aiken. Wasn't he the one that was eaten by birds? Um, no, no, no. That That's uh, 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 Forrest. Straight. Oh, that is Forrest. Yeah. Um, Richard Aiken is... He's the scientist, I believe. Is I'm gonna, he? I, well, it, wait, let's get a gun, then. He wasn't on Stars, was he? Richard Aiken, Aiken, Aiken. Fuck. Wait, is Aiken the first one that's killed by the zombie? That remember, like when the zombie first turns his head. Maybe. I, I can't remember. And then why don't they? Why don't they include a picture of Barry? Yeah, Barry better be there. Where, where Barry better Where's Barry? Where's Wesker? You know, I just. Uh, I don't know. I, just, and I mean, others others have said it too, but like you know, say what you want about the uh, Paul W S Anderson uh, Resident Evil films. <laughs> At least the characters look like what they were supposed to look like. And at least that first movie, 
did in that very first movie there was no character that was supposed to be a direct this is from the game like they pretty much right. gave you all new it wasn't until the second one when they're like here's jill here's clay like they start throwing them in but here's yeah, my caps yeah <laughs> damn it but like yeah at least when they threw those people in and especially even wesker wesker was fucking wesker i just uh, i don't know i'll hold my opinion until i see a trailer then i'll probably get really pissed off but come on guys you got to make some effort you got to make it look a little bit like the games that's all not asking a lot just just try try a little bit try, try a little bit make it a little bit more like that that's all you yeah. gotta do i mean i'm sure there's gonna be a scene where like claire <clears throat> like puts her hair back into ponytail and like you know it's gonna be like that oh yeah like they're gonna have that kind of music going on during it so like whatever fine where's her crossbow she doesn't use a shotgun Where's your fucking crossbow? <laughs> well, she eventually gets a crossbow, so shit. But that's what I mean. She don't use a shotgun in the games. Bullshit. She can use it. She gets it off the guy, the fucking store owner and shit like that. No, that's the crossbow. That, she gets crossbow. Leon gets a shotgun. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's been a while. You're not, you're not Aaron Lewis. <laughs> Stained. It's been a while. I, I, I mean... The... <laughs> Jim, I'm I mean, not the problem. My... That movie's the problem. Jim. I mean, more of my Japanese beer after that. <laughs> so, will I watch it? One thousand. Did you even speaking of Resident Evil? Did you even watch the animated series on Netflix? There's an animated Resident Evil series. Yeah, it's. I've heard nothing about it. It's after the events of six. I don't think they're dealing with seven, but like. Yeah, it's got Chris, Leon, all of them, and it deals with the present from sec. Like, yeah, it's its own seven episode or eight episode series. Huh? It's animated. Good? It's animated though. Like, if you yeah, do, like fine. watching, it. it's um, you know what it is? It's complete, complete junk food. Like, okay, like do what you want with it. It's goofy. There's a terror. There's a bio terror. They have to handle it. They handle it. I don't know what else to say. All right. Really sell me on it. All right. I'm not, because I'm not going to say it's good. I'm going to say it's fine. And if you're a Resident Evil fan, it might be interesting. Okay. So it's bad, but you liked it. Got it. I'm also not the greatest person for animated shit. Like the Castlevania animated stuff, I kind of liked the first season. The second season lost me completely. No. All right. So, yeah. But, yeah, let us know what you think of these pictures. Are we being too tough? I'm curious what everyone else thinks. And I mean, if they want to be good actors, then fine. So, at the end of the day, as long as if you can play the role, you can play the role. Yeah. But I mean, you could give a guy a haircut to make him look a little bit more. Just I mean, a, make him look a little, a little bit. That's it. That's all. He could have jet black hair, but if you you know you cut off the hair right around here, around eye level, then yeah, it looks like him a little more. Give him a little shave, a little trim up. If you show me Barry with not a beard, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, like who's 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 showing up their first day of uh, cop work looking like that? All right, that's what I mean. Just come on, come on, guys, get your shit together. That's right. Oh, speaking of people needing to get their shit together, Jim, your favorite company, Wada. <laughs> yeah, so we actually really haven't touched on this that much, and this has been going for a couple weeks now. So if I mean, I guess if you've been living under a rock, so the huge controversy lately has been, especially since the uh, copy of Mario 64 apparently sold at Heritage Auctions for $2 million. 
then all the people started digging. And apparently what it's coming down to, to the shock of basically no one, is that what people from WADA grading are working with, you know, heritage auctions to artificially inflate the market. And basically it's been this like ripple effect of everyone basically going, oh my God, the market's done, collecting's done, they've killed it, blah, 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 blah. Which I don't really necessarily agree with because like the whole wadded graded game market's such a niche in itself that like I really don't think it's gonna be that it's a big player at all for just like regular collecting. Like people rebind their childhoods with COVID did that way more than fucking Rada ever did. But yeah, if you wanna see basically a huge expose, and this is a long article mm-hmm. um, about a guy who is a sealed games collector and he by happenstance eventually realized that he bought three wada sealed games directly from like one of the founders of wada games which is you know as far as their public statements go is directly against their terms of service so instant conflict of interest and then he goes down that rabbit hole from there so like it's a super long article so i'm not gonna like sum it all up from here but yeah shit's looking shady well here's my question is that not a form and not legal expert. Don't put me on the cross. Is that almost like equivalent to like insider trading? Like, oh yeah. I mean, is like in other words, is it actually forget immoral? We know it's immoral, but is it illegal what they're doing? Like in other words, could maybe, they actually maybe, be sued? Maybe. I mean, they probably could be sued, and you could probably make an argument for like you know market manipulation and shit like that. I. Don't again. I'm a not legal dumb dumb, so I don't specifically think it's straight up illegal because, like, the rules for the stock market. Man, I cannot talk. The rules for the stock market are so like regulated by the yeah. federal government that like they're not going to care about like a fucking stupid auction house. So. Well, well, that was my point. Like, video games aren't the same commodity as stocks, so yeah, inflating a video game market to them to to like federal shit probably non-existent that's what i'm saying they might almost be able to get away with it because there's not a true legal precedent it, it's now like, that's not to say someone couldn't sue and then you go litigation back and forth all the way to supreme court and then you get actual litigation and maybe you know, yeah. legal precedent but you know that's you know talking 20 years down a goddamn line but yeah, as it stands on its own, I don't believe it's illegal. So the only comment that you made, um, I don't think that this had as much of an impact as I think some people are definitely conflating. They're like, man, video game people prices are, are freaking out, man. People are freaking the fuck out about like, ooh, pardon me, about the used game market and like how basically this is this killed it. And I'm like, beep, 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 beep. I mean this. What what would be a better statement might be this could be icing on the cake of the the tippy top that we're seeing here, um, but but here's my thing. So yes, people during COVID collecting that definitely didn't help as a pastime. People just collecting and continuing to do it didn't help. This I don't think I think this probably puts some things over the edge because. Just like back in the day, uh, somebody had made a video. I think, like, when YouTube started going off and, like, Angry Video Game Nerd, like, the price charting of, like, every game he would do, and then the next week, the value of those games would shoot through the the roof. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. What do you call it? Um, uh, Twitter buddy of the page, uh, Super Nintendo, did a, like, 
it's actually a long-running series he does now, but, like, his first big video that blew up was him looking at metal, games Metal Jesus talked about and then comparing to price charting to before and after it. Yeah. And basically his findings were like, yeah, it does, like, a little spike for, like, maybe a month, but, like, after that, it, it evens out. But I'm saying I'm going back, like, AVGN, like, and I know Metal Jesus is huge, too, but I'm saying AVGN, like, really was that first huge game influence for especially since some of the games he was doing was a, were a little more niche like nobody was thinking about and if you look at it like that hike was so big it did it come down a little bit yeah but it never came back down so the worry i think is these hikes that we're seeing will it come down a little bit but it's never going to go back to like whatever you know use Super Mario Brothers. It's the most mass-produced game ever. Right. Say whatever the cost of was before was closed in box. What are you, 30 bucks, 40 bucks? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Maybe with this wad of shit and everything right now, and without looking at numbers, let's say it's 100. I'm saying it probably doesn't come back down to 30. Maybe now it just always stays at 50, 60. It's like one of those things where it comes back down. Are people going to freak out? Of course they are. But just don't engage the market then. Like, that that's the simple answer. And I know that's probably oversimplified, but, like, no one needs a collection. Like, you want a collection. But, like, at the end of the day, if it's too expensive, don't feed into it and make it worse. And we kind of see a really shitty thing done um, with the tweet you have here. And I saw it myself, and I couldn't believe this bullshit. I, I, yeah, I want to get into this, because, like, I just can't believe how much this, like, fucking, this blew up. And, like, everyone took, alright, so, so, along the same lines of this was a tweet by a guy named Mad Paprocki. So, he said, a friend got this dead serious message on eBay, the game collecting market is a catastrophe now. So, the message goes as such. Hi, I would like to take a moment to see if you would consider raising the price. Now, before you write me off, hear me out. You see, there are very few copies of this game in circulation, and we as owners of the game each individually hold a high percentage share of the market value, given that less than 5,000 copies of the game were actually released in public. You could even make a comparison to OPEC in this case. We have full control over the supply and demand of the game. Currently, your game is priced a bit lower than the next lowest price on the market for a complete box copy, which hovers around $270. I'm not requiring you to do anything, but I would like you to highly encourage you to increase the price to at least 270 It is my belief that this is the best interest of yourself as well as the few select others of this title. If we can collaborate together, we can drive up the price to a more reasonable value that is more representative of the title's rarity. I hope this message finds you well, and thank you for your time. In due time, we can achieve a profitable outcome. Sincerely, and then it's cut off. So right now, this sits at over 3,600 retweets, and nearly 20,000 likes. And about close to 1,200 uh, quote tweets, too. So, this blew up. Um, and my first immediate reaction, like a lot of people was, was, drop the name. Who are you protecting? Drop the fucking name. Well, that's always my one issue. When people do this shit, unless there is a legal court proceeding, which precludes you from dropping names... This idea of, like, well, I'm not going to drop a name, and I don't know this map. Oh, see, here's where it started to get fishy right away. Because he is a freelance writer. 
for the Washington Post, or according to his bio. Yeah. The Washington Post, Variety, Rolling Stone, Forbes, ARS, whatever that is, GameSpot, Polygon, Playboy, Do Blue, Game Collector, Godzilla Nut, Wrestling Fan, Gmail. Um, it's funny when you look him up on Rolling Stone, if you type his name in there, yeah. zero results. So maybe he submitted articles that they never did, sure. or maybe he yeah. just comments a lot. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, like, he's got an article on, uh, like, Forbes, like, you know, about uh, that shark simulator game that's got, you know, like 20,000 views. So, I mean, I guess he's been around, but it's. And so after the tweet blew up, his first tweet to follow that up with was, you know, the old, oh shit, this exploded. So there's that meme of, oh, this took off, here's my Spotify. Sure. Or shit like that. So this guy went all in. So he first was his Patreon, second was his collecting blog. Third was his review blog, and fourth was his whole portfolio on WordPress. Which, all right, a little hazy that that's the first thing you do, but fine, hock your shit. And then subtweeted after that is, For those asking what game, I won't say. Not taking the chance of pulling a friend into this, even by accident. And that's where it all falls off the rails for me, and where I won. At first I went, I think this is bullshit, but maybe it's real. At that point, seeing that, I went, all right, this is complete bullcrap. So, because <clears throat> here's the thing. Right. There's a there's an old adage in detective work called who benefits. So there is no reason for his friend. There, there, nothing would happen to his friend outside of maybe a scummy line of collectors would be mad at him or other eBay sellers and shit like that. Or trying to, like, spam negative reviews on him. Yeah. Like, that would be, like, the most of it. If anything, you would make him a hero among the collecting community if you said who your buddy was or threw out there what game it is or who the collector that reached out to him is. You know, you could all be... It's so easy for all of you to be heroes in this situation for instant love. But instead, if you're hiding the seller and you're hiding the game, then you're not protecting anyone from the seller or the game and the market manipulation there. So that either leads me to believe that you're a piece of crap or you're just faking this completely for clout. And I 100% believe this was all a complete fake job for fucking clout that everyone took the bait on. Because everyone had their hot take going, oh, well, this is troubling. Of course it's fucking troubling. It's not goddamn real. But, uh, okay. Oh, you, oh, oh my god, a freelance writer came up with this uh, harebrained thing that could trigger game collectors? Who would have ever thought? If, if that is true... And I, I agree with you. I'm saying, but do you think this type of shit does happen? I am 100% sure it happens. So I don't think it doesn't happen. I think in this case it didn't happen, but I think for sure it does happen. So let, let's let's turn a table, say it did happen. Say he name drops it, whatever. What is your hey, opinion? I, I gladly would say prove me wrong. Prove me wrong and name drop it. and Name the game, name the seller. No, no, prove no. I'm wrong. saying if they did, though... Are you super pissed at the guy who sent him that message? I mean, yeah. But I mean, like, you but mean, once again, you mean, I, you mean, you mean the guy asking, who was messaged or the guy who made the original message? No, the guy who made the message. So I'm I'm playing devil's. Let's put it this way. Let me put my cards on table. I think I think it is fake. I think if it were real, it's as scummy as you can get. But you know, someone like you, uh, you know, let's say for some reason. You you puppeteer only sold a thousand copies. I'm just right. using whatever. Yeah. And yeah, you were like, okay, the game is charting at 
500 or whatever, some crazy number. And then you start seeing some sellers like putting it down to like 300. There wouldn't be one party that'd be like, God damn it. Now you're fucking up my value if I want to sell it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I saw that, I'd be like, yeah, you motherfuckers. But I'd also be like, I'm not going to go out of my way to message him and be like, what are you doing to the market? So. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean. I I, mean, I, I want to say, say I don't before, agree like, with Yeah, yeah, I don't agree with it. I think it's completely fucked. This just goes to my. I, it's the ultimate problem I have with the collection of anything. Is that is the mentality of these collectors. That is why they're scumbags who buy multiple copies of things. That's why there's assholes who are selling you $1,200 PS5s right now because they can and they know you're going to engage with that. And the only way to stop that shit is don't buy it. If you think something is overpriced, it is because we keep paying the same shit. If anything, I'd rather have buyers come together and agree nobody buy this shit. Like, like, and I know that's impossible, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, the seller, of course, are going to try and get as much money possible out of everything. It's, but the buyers were gullible. But I need this game because I played it two times when I was a kid and I want it back. Like, no, don't do that. Stop feeding the fucking machine there. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I but I, I agree with you. I think this guy is 100% bullshit. Uh, we name dropped him. You can check out his Twitter. The link is below. You... Yeah, it's out there, and people are dragging him into the comments, but, like, it seems to be calming down a little bit now, but it's still, like, a lot of people are just like, yeah, this is fake, but he hasn't deleted anything, so standing by his bullshit. I mean, if it's not fake, yeah. Like, and please, people out there, don't do that thing. The, I'm going to tell you all about it, but I'm not going to name... Like, once again, unless there's a legal reason... And then state that or don't say it at all. Because, yeah, you're not helping anyone because now someone's like, well, what fucking game is it? Like, who's yeah, this that's seller? all anyone asked. Like, the, the biggest one was, like, I was, like, name drop the seller. But, like, the biggest thing is fucking just tell us the, the game. game. Yeah. yeah. So we all don't get fucked. And he's like, oh, I can't risk my friend. Oh, okay, okay, okay I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, very shady. I'm sure there's a lot more cases of people trying to do that spark shit where there's nothing there. But that's the internet, and that's definitely Twitter. So that is definitely social media. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jim. But Jim, one thing I I will argue with you about. I know you one hundred percent. If you ever do some stupid ass tweet, and it gets that many likes, I know right away you say, "Hey, since it blew up, why don't you check out this?" Oh God, yeah. <laughs> yeah Dude, that's why I'm my, saying I'm saying my, don't hate my... on him for doing that because you know we would do that too. <laughs> in a fucking heartbeat and my goddamn dream is so there's another meme when it comes to viral tweets where eventually it'll be like the fifth one down eventually but there's always this goddamn handheld vibrator thing that like it doesn't matter what the goddamn tweet is some i mean it could be the most innocuous thing eventually it's like fucking hey buy the best vibrator on the market my dream is to get offered to tweet this goddamn vibrator i need to have a tweet to do this well i don't care if you pay me 25 bucks for it at this point i just want to do it for the funsies of it damn it jim <laughs> so yeah let us know what you guys think below let us know if you hear of other stories i'd like to put these people on blast especially when they're not name dropping and potentially hurting more folks by not revealing anything so put them up there yeah so yeah fuck this guy <laughs> all right chambers i just hope the guy no one's on for his fucking patreon based on this tweet for the love of god please 
Based on his Twitter numbers, Jim, I don't think you have to worry about that. Sign up for ours instead. That's right. We'll tell you all about Jim's naked <laughs> rampages. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we're going to hear about that next week. <laughs> Maybe some will include photos. Get us to a certain Patreon. <laughs> There's photos. There probably are photos. Jim, the fun. amount of videos and photos I've withheld, man. Woo. <sighs> Woo. Just, just be lucky I'm nice, is all I'm going to say. That's a relative term. <laughs> Your wife doesn't help with what she sends on Snap either, is all I'm going to say. Hey. <laughs> Look, she gets away with it because she touches it, okay? Damn it. I'm a very simple man. Damn I'm it. a very simple man. <sighs> Make my belly button stink, and then, you know, I can let you get away with a few things. Damn it, Jim! You're only supposed to do that by yourself. <laughs> now you know things happen. <sighs> things happen. Tears are involved by me at the end. You know, another another day at the office. <sighs> Son of a bitch, Jim. All right. <clears throat> so once again, we want to say thank you to Fifth Gen Mook for covering our which is better. But for our final topic and our reoccurring bit, overrated, underrated. <clears throat> It's going to tie in directly to the thing we talked about earlier, but it covers a wider spectrum. Um, overrated, underrated, seasonal beers. It could be pumpkin beers, the Oktoberfest, the winter beers that are going to be coming up. I thought about it harder, and I'm like, there are summer and spring beers. Like, there are, like, Irish Red Ales you're going to get closer to Easter time. There's a lot of the wheat summer beers you're going to see. Um, yeah. But, in general, do you think they're overrated, underrated? You know what? I think just because of the hatred that goes towards the whole pumpkin meme, I think it got to go underrated. Because, you know what? It's nice to have something to look forward to. Nice to have a nice little different treat. No one's making you buy these beers. So if a brewer wants to put them out there for someone to treat themselves with and have a little different experience, who am I to say it's a bad thing? So I like me my winter warmers and my, mm -hmm. you know, the occasional, you know, southern tier pumpkins and the... Uh, the summer wheats and all that shit like that. I like it. Something to look forward to. Do I think, you know, the pairing of them with a season is, you know, like it's probably bullshit and just a gimmick, but no, it's a gimmick <laughs> I like. So, wait, you think, I enjoy you, it. you think the seasonal aspects of them are bullshit? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, so Oktoberfest is the Marzen beer, which were, which basically is German for March beer, meaning that it was brewed then, and they prepare them for Well, then the, why isn't it in March, Bri? Why isn't it called Marchfest? Because, like, any good beer, you you store it for a certain amount of time to get to a certain fermentation. And then well, you release it. Well, store it until March. Brew it later. You store brew it, it in March. Hence, Marzen, because that's when the 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 hops and the weeps, the wheat is ripe, Jim. Well, brew it in, brew it in March. Serve damn, it in March. Damn it. Um, but no, like, I think it's supposed to be that's when the ingredients are whatever, freshest, yada, yada, yada. Um but let me ask you this. As someone who, you know, you love Simpsons back in the day. Yep. I assume, did you watch a lot of, like, things like Roseanne or Home Improvement and all those? Oh, yeah. Um, are you, were you someone who, like, your favorite episodes were usually the, like, the Christmas special, the Halloween special, the whatever? Or you didn't, or did you kind of not like those? Um, they were Fine. Like, the the Simpsons Halloween specials were always something different. Yeah. So, like, they went above and beyond. But, like, for the normal sitcoms, eh, it didn't really matter. I actually think the Halloween episodes for, like, those old school, um, 
Uh, they, sitcoms were like kind of the worst ones because like they always tried to throw in some spooky gimmick in there that was just like dumb and like didn't really fit with the rest of the theme of the show. So, <laughs> so, well, we have a ghost in the house. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Um, yeah, I definitely think seasonal beers are underrated, and for the kind of idea, like you said, having something to look forward to, but it breaks up the monotony because. I wouldn't, like, what do you, just do IPAs year-round? That's why, like, you know, Some hey. Some people do. Oh, 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 those people live in California, and that's why they have 70-degree weather all year-round and a lot of fires and mudslides, because that's what happens. <laughs> wow, that took a turn. <laughs> no, what I'm saying not, is... Not to say Greg Coke doesn't deserve a forest fire, but... <laughs> no, uh, but, like, I don't know, like, <clears throat> there's there is something about... Like, I have my little ritual with pumpkin beers. Like, I have, like, even the Oktoberfest. I just started now. Like, I don't know. Like, having something different, and maybe it's because we're spoiled and we get all the different seasons and shit. Like, there is a mentality that shifts. Like, at some point, you know soon, you're like, all right, shorts go away, pants weather. Not saying you enjoy that, but right, there's like a... Right, When When your BMI hits a certain point, the shorts <laughs> never go away. Listen, or right. when you burn, and you just do it no matter what. <laughs> also true. But no, like, I don't know. Like, I think because it is unique and you just can't get Mad Elf year-round, it makes it so much special. Like, you want to go out of your way, and now you're enjoying it. Yep. I was almost going to say overrated because... Is there any part of you, and I know I'm asking the wrong person, so I'm definitely asking fans too, but like, do you almost feel like you're obligated to drink because it's only available at that time? Like, you almost feel stupid, like, oh, should I just get the IPA I can get at any time, or should I be drinking Mad Elf right now? No, I mean, I mean, Mad Elf's a different question because Mad Elf's goddamn amazing. But yeah, no, like, if I'm at like a brewery or a pub or, you know, some fucking shit place yeah if i if i see you know the seasonal thing I'll, I'll i'll at least get one yeah and be like all right let me see how this is and then you know if it works you know, you know it's good i'll get some more if not i go all right back to the old faithful so yeah but no it's it's a drawing point like i'll always try a seasonal one that they have on tap yeah yeah see i i don't know i always like it because i like i like seeing breweries go outside their comfort zone and for a lot of them, some of them might have their pumpkin recipes down packed or their winter warmers, like you said. But I yeah. like seeing ones like, all right, like Sierra Nevada. They make in these margins where they traditionally only make like L's and IPAs and things. So they're going out. Now, granted, I'm almost done. It's not the best. But what I will say is I like but that they're trying. Tried. They're trying. And I, I do applaud that. Um. And, and like I said, I love variety. I love, like, that changes the mentality of how I feel about what I'm drinking. Because otherwise, you could just drink Keystone year-round and have a flag behind you. <laughs> but then, like, then, then what's you the You would be like me? It all gets boring. <laughs> That's your opinion. Jim, what would be tougher for you for the rest of your life? You could only drink Keystone? Or, like, yeah, I don't know, pick one beer, and that's literally the only alcoholic beverage you could have. Right. Or you could only play games for one system with the existing games you already have. Can't get new ones for it. Hmm. The games would probably be harder. Because the booze, at the end of the day, I'm just going to get drunk. So, <laughs> drunk is drunk. You, but, I, but I'm saying, if you say it's Keystone, you can't have whiskey anymore. Hey, drunk is drunk. <laughs> You don't think you'd get a little bit tired? 
I didn't get tired, but then I would just drink until I wasn't tired of it. <laughs> and then I would love it again. <laughs> but the games, like, I don't know. Like, if you say your how many is in your Genesis collection? 150 some. You got a lot of. Lot I got there. a lot of. I got a lot of leeway, but you know, you're talking however many years. I'm get a little bored after a while, even with all the same old, uh, the same old, same old. So even for as much as I love it. Interesting. Hmm. Where the booze, though. I mean, if a game got me drunk, then yeah, I could play the whole thing the same way too. But <laughs> all right. So then, better question: If you did have to stick to just one beer, that's it. What is it? Hmm. Knowing that your binge drinking days are, well, I would say behind you, but you just proved that wrong this weekend. You, you would say that. <laughs> would you, you go? Would, you would. You would hope. You would hope that. You know, I said beer, but let me say alcohol. Would you go with a liquor, like a whiskey, or would you go a beer? No, I would go with a beer just because I can. I can pace myself way better with a beer. Mm-hmm. Like liquor, like like if I like like if I'm drinking one beer the rest of my life. I'm going to know when I hit that good spot. I'm going to know when I hit the way too much spot. I'm going to know when I hit the, oh, God, tomorrow's going to suck spot. Whereas with liquor, I mean, I'm sure I could eventually get to that point, too. But there would be a lot more trial and error until I hit that point. And that would be a lot of really, really rough days. So, But you could be like Hemingway. <laughs> Just drinking bottle after bottle. <laughs> Drink myself to death by 40? <laughs> I mean, goals, Jim. <laughs> I mean, I mean th- there was a time when I was right on that fucking, uh, I was on that path, so. But yeah, alright, so then it's beer. What is the beer? Uh, do I, do, do, do I, do I say the Keystone? I might have to say the Keystone. You don't want a little beer. more flavor in your life? Beer from, right, once again. <laughs> the end goal is just to get drunk. But is it always I, just I can, get drunk? Yes. <laughs> I can get my flavor from other drinks. If I'm gonna get fucking drunk though. I'm just gonna get drunk. Anyway. <laughs> That's interesting. Whether I whether whether I get there with seven beers or if I get there with three beers, like if I said Merry Monks, and yeah, I'd get there in two beers. Yeah. But then I'm only drinking two beers for the night, and then I'm going to bed early. Keystone, I can space it out all night. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I'm still getting drunk, and I'm not waking up dead. That's a very interesting concept you have there, Jim. <laughs> Look, Brian, I'm not a healthy person. All right, let's just. <laughs> Whether physically, mentally, however you want to go about it. I'm just saying there's, there's things going on. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so everyone with that question, is there anyone out there, let's put it this way, is there anyone that thinks seasonal beers are super overrated? It's probably going to be the same people that hate pumpkin beers or whatever, but would love to hear it. I kept it the same. Yeah, I, I want to I hear an argument that isn't just stupid gimmick. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> so let's make, it, let's make it tough. So, Jim, uh, how did that beer treat you the sashi first since you finally i mean let's put it this way i'm shocked you bought it i get the concept but other than gimmick or if you're at a like a japanese restaurant would you just buy that again no no i mean it's a very very basic beer it's perfectly fine like but again it's just like any other it's almost like a macro beer so like there's nothing special about it, but I saw a big honking can, and I wanted to do this for the thumbnail picture, so that's why I bought the big honking can. Maybe I'll buy a Foster's next time, and it's just Australian piss water then at that oh, point. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah, but no, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's yeah. whatever. And I've never really had a sashi before, so, like, I'm sure really I, I, I've had I've had it before, but, like, it's been a long, long time, so I kind of forgot what it was like. So I saw the big-ass honking can there, and I was like, all right, I can do this for a podcast episode. What I will say is, you know what's an interesting hangover? Getting 
balls drunk on that, a little sake, and a whole bunch of sushi. Ooh, that's well, a, sure that's interesting. Well, it's interesting because I well I didn't throw up, which was nice because that would have probably been an awful throw up. But like I just didn't feel as lousy. Like maybe it is just lighter. Maybe the fish helped. Maybe the rice. I, I don't know. But either way, I never got that drunk off all that stuff together. So hmm, weird. Yeah, you know what? I've never I've never had a sake drunk. I like I've had sake shots here and there, but never enough to be like. That was what I got hammered off of, so that'll be an experiment one day. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I'm sure. Yeah, the Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. Um, hmm, something nice. It's, it's, <laughs> I, the problem is that the Founders one had a lot more flavor, even though it dried me. Something like I said had this weird, like, dry down my mouth feeling. Yeah. This was too light. Like, they almost, like, went out of their way to not have as much malt flavor, and the aroma was almost non-existent. So, unless I got a really defective can, which I got at the same time as Founders, um, yeah, like I said, Sierra Nevada, they are known for ales and IPAs. This might not be their, their wheelhouse, but uh, if you're just looking for a really light lager, I guess it's a good choice. That's the nicest I can be for that one. Mm. <laughs> Glowing recommendation. Founders wins. Let's put it that way. Between those two, Founders wins. <laughs> Makes sense. So with that, everyone, we do want to say thank you so much. If you're still watching, please make sure you hit that subscribe button below. Give us a like and hit the little bell notification so you actually see when we come up. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, we ask please subscribe and definitely leave us a rating. We prefer a five-star, and as Jim mentioned earlier, we will always respond to you. With that, we want to say have a good night, and cheers. Cheers, guys.